0: Arizona Sports, Wolf and Luke. This is Behind Enemy Lines. Gathering intel on this week's Cardinals opponent from inside enemy base camp. Brought to you by Canvas Annuity. Your retirement is on the clock. Execute your game plan today by visiting canvasannuity.com. Uh, Football Friday continues here on Arizona Sports, 98.7 FM. K-Ray sitting in for Luke with Wolf. And appropriately on Football Friday, we go behind enemy lines as we set the stage for the Cardinals and the league-leading and unbeaten Philadelphia Eagles. And joining us now, and speaking of appropriate, I'm just glad these two aren't in the same room. I'd be scurred for my life. John Ritchie, co-host of the Jody Kamara and John Ritchie Show on 94WIP in Philadelphia. Former NFL fullback and John, welcome to the show. Welcome to the floor, and uh, it, it is a fullback reunion now at the moment. <laughs> I'm making my way back
1: uh, after our show for the first Phillies playoff game that I will watch uh, while you know hosting our show on WIP. Uh, and I was, I guess just in a bad spot, I guess, for a little <laughs> bit there. John, we. really but I hear you now, and I'm excited to talk about this uh, this matchup. This is a this is a pretty pretty intriguing matchup on Sunday.
2: Why do you say that, Johnny? What is the first thing you think of in regard to this matchup on Sunday?
1: Well, I think everyone in Philadelphia is sort of uh, afeared of what Kyler Murray can be, uh, but then we all also we we've caught wind of you know the reports that he's got clauses in his contract to like minimize uh, video game playing and maximize film watching. And when I hear that, I'm, I'm blown away. Uh, I love that, you know, as, as an opponent, I love hearing that your quarterback might be distracted by a uh, tour of duty or something uh, that, that works great for me.
0: John, when you when you look at this Eagles team, and I had said it during the off season just based on the way they finished last year, the experience coming back, some of the moves that you made, is this team performing at an even higher level than than you would have thought at this point in the season? I mean I, I thought that it would be kind of a an an upward trend, you know, and really peak towards the end of the season, but, but they've come out and they've won you know, through four games, games in pretty much every manner. Last week being a new one, trailing fourteen to nothing. Yeah,
1: they they're way ahead of schedule, and i I expected uh, some bumps along the way. I think no one could have expected the development in our quarterback, Jalen Hurts. Uh, I, I I don't know that we trusted that this young coaching staff could get the most out of the young quarterback in a timely fashion. Uh, We kept hearing things about his intangibles and how hard he was working, but he, he truly has developed in terms of, you know, his his mechanics in the pocket, his accuracy, his decision-making. We always knew that he was elite as a playmaker, a guy who could keep the sticks moving by, you know, uh, the defense has perfect coverage. He's able to take off and, and gain a first down with his legs. Now, all of a sudden, he's making pinpoint passes and incredible, you know, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady-like decisions with the football as well. Uh, so I think him being ahead of schedule really helps, but this roster is is loaded yeah Howie Roseman uh, much maligned in Philadelphia it's been a roller coaster uh, at, since the Super Bowl for, for Howie Roseman in the eyes of the fans uh, he's he's done an incredible job the last two seasons of addressing uh, the needs and making sure that we were deep uh, you know needs are met and then some. So we're feeling pretty good about where this
2: team stands. We're talking a former member of the fullback club. You're never really a former member. You're a member of the fullback (laughs) club if you did. John Ritchie here on the Wolf and Luke show. Um, Talk to me a little bit about this defense, though, John, because it is the defense to me of the Eagles that really has got my attention.
1: Yeah. uh, Last year, you know, the front, And the secondary didn't really match up. Uh, We would break down in coverage. Uh, We weren't getting, I think we were second to last in the NFL in terms of sack production. And so quarterbacks had too much time and they were able to, you know, find holes in the zone. We played a ton of really passive zone coverage last year now this past offseason we've added James Bradbury uh you know a a top cornerback in this league to Darius Slay on the other side along with Avante Maddox who is a a really good slot cornerback we're playing more man not necessarily blitzing more but Mm. we're playing more man and the front is actually getting more pressure without blitzing so it's matching up you know they're working in in concert and it's been you know our, our sack production has been helped by the fact that we played you know carson wentz who has no idea when to get rid of the ball <laughs> but we've uh, we've been a lot better that's for sure
0: before we let you go, John, we do want to talk quickly about one of the newest additions. He's a former Cardinal in Hassan Redick. How has he fit in with this group? It certainly seems and looks seamlessly.
1: Yeah. It was it was dicey, quite honestly. Early, uh, everyone was worried that our defensive coordinator Jonathan Gannon wasn't going to know how to get the most out of Hassan Reddick, how to utilize him. Uh, you know, from Temple, so he's coming back to Philadelphia. Everyone loves that story, but it didn't. You know, they were dropping him into coverage, and it didn't feel like he was doing what he does best, which is you know line up and. and Use your repertoire of pass rush moves to get after quarterbacks. But these last couple games, he's really emerged, and it feels like the coaching staff is better utilizing his skill set. And Hassan Reddick, who is a tweener, quite honestly, Mm -hmm. you know, not quite big enough to be a 4 3 defensive end, not quite. you know, fast enough to be a guy that you drop in coverage. Well, all of a sudden he looks like uh, he's having success bull rushing offensive tackles and using his, you know, speed to power and and he's using his hands really well. He's stripping everyone with a ball around him and and falling on those fumbles he creates. He's he's really taken off these last two games.
2: Johnny, before you get out of here, I got to ask you this right now. What's what's the thing you miss the most? about the game
1: the thing i missed the most yeah Mm. you know probably monday nights or tuesdays with the rest of the uh the running back room you know going out to dinner with the guys going out to you know see movies the the camaraderie of of having a group that you could call your own uh, the, the closeness, you know, that relationship between you as a fullback and mm. your tailbacks where you almost feel like a big brother or a protector, you know, a defender. Uh, that's something that you can't replicate in in, in the outside world. So uh, I just miss
2: I miss my guys. Yeah, Johnny, thank you so much, buddy. Appreciate your time. Thank you, bud.
1: You bet. Thanks, Ron. Thanks, Kevin. You got it. Take care. Have a great weekend.